Welcome, Welcome to your morning cup with iBen's Academy. Academy. I'm Kara. And I'm Ash. And we're, we're Cash. Cash. Hi. <laughs> so this week with our Telegram group, actually in all our social medias, Facebook, uh, Instagram, we posted something that was kind of interesting that we were talking about around this statement. All financial limitations are based on our own limits and are not due to external circumstances. Mm-hmm. So, translation. <laughs> we are responsible for everything that happens to us. Basically, <laughs> we're eternal divine beings. So, there's no way that we can't be responsible. So, when we find ourselves in a situation, and this particular quote from Manelia is around finances, but when we find ourselves in, the, in a situation where we're limited... And we'll say financially, and there's something you really want to do or really wanted to buy, but you can't afford it. Know that the limitation is in place only because you have it in place. Yes. When it comes to empowerment, we start to realize that, you know, our limitations or things we experience are because of the stuff we have running. So what can we do about it? Lots of things, fortunately, because yes. we're not victims and there aren't aggressors. There's actually no victims or aggressors, just the illusion of that, right? So anything that we're limiting ourselves with is because of our own choice. Most of the time, it's unconscious. But when we make it conscious, that's when things can start to change. Yeah. So it's it's basically we have you know a lifetime of learning from our culture, from our family, from modeling what we've seen with others from past lifetimes from so many different things that could be and decisions we made through our soul through our physical body through groups and collectives that we're a part of that add up to these programs or these belief systems or whatever it might be that are running and that's where we can identify those and help to let go of that limitation unless the limitation serving us mm, yes that statement of how is this limitation serving you is very helpful. So, for example, if you're, like, struggling to pay your bills every month, how is that limitation serving you? Or if you have a lot of stress around money, how is that limitation serving you? And like, essentially, what does that mean? It's like, why did we choose to have that experience? Or why are we choosing to have that experience? And we might get some, you know, interesting data. It's not necessarily good or bad, but... It's data that we can use to, you know, maybe make a more informed choice or continue on because that's the experience we want to have or, you know, whatever. But it's a great starting point to expand your awareness and start to take a better look at, why am I creating this right now? <laughs> why don't I have that money that yeah. I needed for that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yes. And, you know, for a real life example, I, for the longest time, I teach yoga for those of you who don't know. I'm a yoga teacher and one of many hats that I wear and with it for the longest time I wanted to teach yoga but I was like oh but I don't have the time my work's so busy and you know and there's Iben's Academy I just I don't have the time to teach and then I started to have the time but yet I still wasn't teaching yoga and then it was like <laughs> well there's nowhere to teach 
oh, there's no students. Nobody wants to do yoga. You know, so you see, <laughs> like, it doesn't really matter what the the um, the reason was behind it, but what what was really going on? I was I was using time as a limitation, right? Oh, I have work. I have these things. That was my limitation. Was that I don't have enough time, so I can't teach yoga. And why? You know, maybe I just really didn't want to teach yoga, mm. or. Maybe I felt like, well, I haven't done it in a while. I haven't been teaching as much as I used to be teaching. So, you know, I feel like I need to like brush up on my teaching skills to get back into it. Or uh, another good one that I think was really probably more for me was, um, you know, I just don't want to be like seen. I don't want to be out there and have to, you know, like have to show up and be another of the human collective. And why is that? Because, you know, it's easier to run in my small self and programs of, of being limited versus, because it's familiar, not necessarily easier, but versus stepping up into being my full self and being visible and accessible with the human collective in a way with like teaching yoga. So there's, it, I would say it wasn't just one thing. I think there's multiple dynamics to it, but it's an example of mm. Okay, the time was no longer an issue, but and then something else came up as the reason why I can't do it, right? So didn't really want it or not enough to work through those limitations I had set for myself. Mm-hmm. So another example that I love to limit myself with is limitation by other people. So I love to make other people my excuses for why I don't do things. <laughs> Which, you know, really is like victim aggressor stuff because it's essentially like giving my power away to someone else that I can't do or achieve something or I limit my power um, as, a, as a consequence of that. So, for example, um, for when it com- came to wealth, I didn't realize this until way later, but I was limiting my financial power, my wealth, my chi through my romantic relationships So it could be that um, in that co-creation relationship dynamic, you know, it's your couple, right? You're multiple people who might have similarities or dissimilarities when it comes to programs or even financial goals, to put it bluntly. And it was amazing how often I would give away my power because my spouse had a program running or a personal preference running. And it was most of the time unconscious because, I don't know, I just didn't really think about it, like, that deeply, and it was sort of the familiar norm. But it wasn't until I became aware how basically supporting my then-spouse's ego became an active limitation for my own wealth and my own power. So... Uh, to put it bluntly, like, I couldn't buy anything over $100 without, like, his explicit permission, which I don't think we ever, like, agreed to. Like, at least at, like, a, this is how we're going to operate in a relationship level, which was interesting. But then I realized, like, I don't really like that. Like, this feels very limiting. Like, what if I just want to, like, I don't know, buy some, like, a dress that's, like, $120 off an online store, like I have to get permission. I don't know. Anyway, there were a whole lot, a lot of other dynamics around this relationship, um, 
especially with since we were both breadwinners and how we had limits and programs around money and sharing that wealth. Like there was a lot of layers around it. But it wasn't until after we split up uh, and we ended that relationship that almost immediately my wealth like like went through the roof. And I was like, what just happened? And then after looking at it, I was like, oh, I had a very strong co-creator in my life who had very had very specific limitations around wealth. To give another practical example, when we were looking to buy a house, uh, he was saying, oh yeah, you know, just something really small, maybe like, maybe one or two bedrooms. Like, we don't need anything fancy or extravagant. And I was like, I want a mansion. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, what? I want a mansion. Like, or at least like have that feeling of luxury and like a really nice house, right? That's just beautiful and fine craftsmanship. And and I was like, I don't agree with that at all. (laughs) So it, it was interesting because we couldn't actively like buy a house. Like we spent years trying to buy a house and it just didn't work. And you know, it again took a long time for me to finally realize that I had these limitations in place through this other person. Mm-hmm. And then once I became aware of it and I stopped those limitations from controlling me or giving my power away to this person, like everything changed. You know, I bought a house with more than two bedrooms <laughs> and even just like my income and wealth just started to expand and grow and new chi lines open and it was a very big lesson around how I actively used other people to limit or control my experience. So that's something to keep in mind too, right? It isn't always just like like us, like our internal stuff. And, you know, a lot of it actually is at the end of the day because it's our cho- chosen experience. But I wasn't conscious about using other people to make those limitations for myself. And I think that's such a key point too. And we've talked about it before where you know, if we aren't conscious and aware, we could be playing into other people's programs or what they're trying to maybe limit limit or sabotage or, or maybe they're creating something really beautiful and they're bringing you into that. At the same time, we can do that with other people as well. So that's where it really comes down to getting curious and being aware of what's going on and why. So when you have a limitation, becoming curious about that. And there's a fabulous course. What is it called? limitations and why how are they serving you uh it's actually not the name of the course but that's like the main takeaway of the course (laughs) what is it uh we'll put we'll put in the show notes we'll put in the show notes but anyway so there's a course on that we'll share that in the show notes that can help you to learn more about becoming aware when these limitations arise um but like such a great example how we recruit people to help with our limitations mm-hmm. so you had a limitation around finances you recruited a great ally who great was like, ally you got it girl Perfect. like shoot, we can definitely limit yeah. wealth here we'll make no sure problem. it's very limited yes yeah and yeah you know and it's not like and it's like one of those dynamics it's like if we fall into blame around it you know we're falling into ego and it's not actually like this person's fault right it's a co-creation it's an orchestration we agreed to have this as our experience right now because we came into this dynamic with these certain programs running and unconscious of it this is what we created but when we came when we became conscious so when you did become conscious of the limitations look what happened 
mm-hmm. your wealth grew and it was no longer a limitation. Yeah, drastically changed. And there's a lot that yeah. you can do to work on that with other people, like, or work with other people on those limitations. Like, I could have sat down and, you know, had a deep conversation around, like, look, you know, this is the goal that I'd like us to have. Like, how do you feel about that? And, um, you know, how do you, what's your ideal like feeling of wealth or what's our goals? What do we want to experience in this life together? That kind of thing. And I think we, we actually did have this conversation and realized that we didn't really meet eye to eye actually. So then it became a choice of like, okay, now I know like where he's at, where I'm at. So how do I want to proceed? I can agree to continue with that limitation and those programs in mind or choose to do something different. And I chose to do something different. So regardless of what the situation is, it's a really interesting exercise of like, how is this limitation serving so that we can get data and see, you know, where are we limiting ourselves and do we want to keep it or not, right? Because sometimes we do want to keep it mm-hmm. and other times we don't. Yep. So it was nice to have that choice in a clear way. And there's so many tools, Ivan's Method tools out there to use, you know, reconnecting to the spirit of money. That's a free tool to be able to use with somebody and say, Hey honey, you know, I think we should reconnect to the spirit of money. Yes. Let's work on our wealth together. So good. You know, let's make this a goal together. We can do this together. And that is always like a great option. Um, but there's all also, you know, working on what the programs are within you. That's not just them. Why am I in this situation as well? Where's my my point of agreement to all of this? Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. And there's another really amazing tool that uh, we've shared before. Uh, we'll put it on our show notes. But it's this exercise essentially that helps you to reconnect with the human collective and Gaia and allow both the human collective and Gaia to support you. Because at the end of the day, like, guy loves us so much and just wants to, like, give our full abundance, right, and all of our desires. And we're the ones limiting ourselves not to receive it, essentially. Like, there's no reason why we all can't have everything that we want to experience, truly. True. And the human collective wants to deliver that as well to support us. But we're the ones blocking ourselves. <laughs> so... And sometimes it's for good reason. Like, I mean, there there could be reasons why in our life that we are not focused on whatever it might be. Like, for example, my yoga career will say, um, um, the moment I became super committed that I was going to teach yoga and um, practice yoga every day and multiple times a day because I was also teaching it. Um, I had an injury to my wrist. And so um, it was an old injury. I didn't actually really know where it came from. <laughs> it wasn't like a, like something had happened. There was like some type of um, incident. It was more just like structural. There was, there was an injury with it. And I couldn't put my weight, full weight on my wrist for my right hand. So as a yoga instructor and as like a very dedicated yogi, um, of course I wanted to do all like the arm balances and all like the handstands and all these things that actually I couldn't do because my wrist couldn't support my full body weight, right? 
So I'd have to do modifications. I'd have to do variations that weren't the full part of it. Or sometimes I'd have to take a break and I couldn't practice yoga. And I got into doing things like yoga nidra or restorative practices because my wrists just couldn't support my weight. And if you've done yoga, you know, typical yoga class, they've got poses where you're in a plank position or you're moving down to the floor and you're, you're definitely putting weight on your hands. So um, it became, it was a limitation for me. And I didn't know why for the longest time. I didn't know why, but it was years that it went on and off and it would hurt and then it would stop and then it would hurt and then it would stop. And I always felt like it was the one thing that was holding me back in, um, in my yoga practice because I was certainly flexible. I definitely had the strength. I had the stamina. I could do so many poses, but I couldn't get into those balance, arm balances or I couldn't get into those handstands, things like that. But upon reflection, right, hindsight, what it was is my, my um, focus in this lifetime wasn't to be this like um, super yogi, right? And my body wasn't in agreement with that. That's not what she wanted either. And so we created a limitation with my wrist so that I couldn't do yoga as often as I really wanted because I was pretty into it. Mm. <laughs> I wanted to do it all the time. Mm. I couldn't do it as frequently as I wanted. I couldn't do it to the extent that I wanted. There were even classes I couldn't take because I know it would aggravate my wrist. It would just be uncomfortable and cause injury. So um, because of that, it left it so that I could still have my yoga practice. I could still teach. I could still study it. But I couldn't go into it full time. Like it couldn't be like all consuming as what it probably would have been mm -hmm. if my wrist um, would have allowed it, right? Mm -hmm. So if my body would have allowed it, if I would have allowed it, right? So that's a limitation, but it was serving me. And in retrospect, I'm really glad I did because I, I absolutely enjoy doing yoga. I love the practice and I think there's a lot of amazing things about it, but you know, it's not my primary focus in life. It's a part, it's a aspect of what I do and focusing on uh, expansion of awareness, empowerment with the human collective, being an elder of the human collective. Those things to me are like so much more interesting. <laughs> so yoga is like a small part of it and those other things are much bigger. Mm -hmm. So it was definitely something that was ended up being really supportive and um, I never, I didn't drop it until after I realized, and now I've released it. I don't have the issues with my wrist at all. I was able to release that because, you know, w working with my body and looking at the programs is no longer necessary because I wasn't going to be a yogi. I wasn't going to go that route to that degree. And maybe that's why I'm not teaching yoga classes now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. Just becoming aware of limitations and then seeing that transform, like the injury disappearing. And it's just... It's a really cool expansion of awareness experience, right? Because once we start to see why we have these limitations and how they're serving us, then we can actively choose, like, do I want to keep it or not, mm -hmm. right? Another thing to keep in mind, and the course goes into this in a lot of detail, the physical body elemental also has its own goals and agendas and programs. And, you know, it may not necessarily agree with yours. <laughs> so... That's also another thing to keep in mind in terms of like your co-creator is your physical body might not actually line up with your soul and its goals and, limit the, and limitations can manifest as a result. Or the human collective. You know, I might say, you know, I really want $100,000 because I want to buy up 
all the available one hundred thousand dollars. Not going to do it. We'll say hundred million. There you go. <laughs> maybe maybe more like a hundred billion dollars. I want to buy up all available land and lumber, timber land on the Olympic Peninsula. Let's say that all the land that's used for logging, and I'm going to buy it, and I'm not going to log it. I'm just going to keep it and hold on to it, and you know, I'll, I'll probably hire some really cool people who can help to turn the, this monoculture forest into like a proper like uh, ecosystem that more traditional to what it would have been without any interference with logging. And oh, there's so many great things I would do, except what's the human collective going to think about that? What about right. all the people who actually work in the in the lumber industry and in the logging industry you know what about all my neighbors and individuals around here who live around here who that's their livelihood or um you know the people who are utilizing that wood does the human collective agree no <laughs> you know that's what i get from it i don't think there's full agreement there but if i were to change that and you know look at well maybe like instead of limiting this manifestation by the human collective's lack of agreement I could find something that the human collective could agree with and maybe I say well you know let's pick a, just a few parcels you know of land mm -hmm. or um, how about we buy all that land and then we come up with ways to hire all of those people and pay them even better mm -hmm. you know because mm -hmm. then I mean of course we're probably going to get agreement there right so it's um, a limitation that could come up that I can't get, I can't seem to get this hundred billion dollars to buy the land because you don't have agreement from the human collective, mm -hmm. right? So it can show up in a lot of different ways. Yeah, absolutely. So there are ways that we can choose to keep limitations, right? And there are ones that we might want to drop, and it's important to at least become aware of them so you know how you're steering your life, because at the end of the day. You're the one choosing your limitations and how you experience your limitations with life on earth. Because as divine eternal beings, in order to have an experience on earth, right, we have to have limitations in place. Like we have rules of engagement. We have limitations of what the collective agrees to, right? Like right now we can't just like hop up and fly, right? Because of the established rules. So we, we do need to limit ourselves, it's part of the game, but we can tweak the rules to experience what we want to have in the game. So that's where becoming aware of our limitations, consciously choosing them to, to keep them or not, that's the game changer, right? And so that's super exciting and a really empowering tool that you can do in your day-to-day -day life. So... With a limitation that is not serving you right now, that is not supporting of your highest frequency experience and expression as this divine eternal being on the planet, we're going to do a little practice. So as I mentioned in our Telegram and Facebook and in on Instagram, we did a post this last Wednesday with information about the exactly what we're talking about. And there's a link to an article there and this exercise is in that article as well as posted there. So make sure you're just subscribing to all the channels so you don't miss anything. But we're going to do that now. So if you're driving, just, you can just listen, but I wouldn't participate in this part here. Come back to it later. You can check the time and just come back to it later. Otherwise, we're all just going to get comfy. Think of a limitation, right? Just take a moment. Think of a limitation that you're ready to drop that is no longer necessary for you right now. 
Okay, let's think. Okay. Now, identify that limitation in your life. And then imagine for a few minutes what your life would look like without it. What would your life be like without this limitation? And then stay in that limitless imaginary time space for a while. Now, imagine every human being on the planet without that limitation. And as you imagine this, if any fear popped up, process it. Remember, fear is the bricks that build the walls of limitation. Yay, that was awesome. Good job. Well done. <laughs> so share with us what your limitations are that you thought of and what would they look like? Oh my gosh. It's like everything's so connected and amazing and no one's holding back. It's brilliant. It's beautiful. <sighs> Sounds like a new paradigm to me. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Well, Thanks for joining us again for another episode of Your Morning Cup with iBenz Academy. Until next time. Bye. Ciao.